What's up? You listen to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. You! Boom. All right, what's up? You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. This week, I got Chris Williams. What's up? Hey, thanks for having me. Hell yeah. So, I think the last time you were here in, uh, not here, but in the studio was like 2013. Um, I don't even remember what, if you were just, it was me, you, and K10. I don't know if we were just like uh, shooting the shit. If you were, because you were still actively in Deadweight at the time. Yep. So I don't know if that, if, did Deadweight have, I don't know, I don't think Deadweight had anything released in 2013. It was 2012. So I'm not, I'm not remember. sure. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to pull everything straight from memory. All I remember yeah. is you were there. We had a lot of guests that summer because we like, uh, K10 took a, like a year break and then, we just like every week we would have a we'd have like a different person and i just remember the only thing i remember is you talking about mind snare that's it you just tell me <laughs> no, you tell yeah. tell me how how sick this uh are they from australia or from new zealand australia yeah they're from australia uh yeah i think uh i think k10 was just like hey do you want to come on play some records and i just brought like a stack of records with me and tried to pick out songs that didn't have swearing on them and we had the dump button, but I have zero idea of how well that worked. I've never, I was never on the receiving end of the dump of when someone was correctly doing the dump button. When I would hear people try to, they would, they would miss the delay just by like a second. And it would cut off the next word. It was, it, it was fun. It felt like a game like to, to like, there was, there was a point where it's just like, I couldn't care less. Cause I'm like, I'd be listening. Like, no, anyone who understands what they're saying is not going to rat me out. Like, mm-hmm. rat me out to the FCC. I hope. I mean, I hope not. So, so, I mean, that's almost a decade now. I'm going up uh, yeah, next year. Will be crazy. a decade since I've been a part of doing doing this little project, which is absolutely insane. So let's just uh. We're not going to update what you've been doing in the last decade, but let's go uh, from your move out of the Pacific Northwest. That was almost a year ago. Uh, yeah, back back in February. I guess first off, hold on, let's pause for a second. That's sick that you're still doing this show, and I, I just want to call that out. Like, I mean, especially like just with the times adjusting and format, going from an in studio thing to you know keeping it going and, and moving it to uh, you know to a podcast format is is so sick. So I just want to call that out and say respect. Um, but yeah, uh, moved down here in February. Um, my wife's mom lives down here. So partially, uh, you know, be closer to family. And then also kind of like, I think the pandemic kind of made us realize two things. And one, the first is that we could be doing what we do for work anywhere in the world. Um, cause we were doing it from, you know, our bedrooms basically during the pandemic. And then, the second is just, I love Seattle with all my heart, but like that winter and being like shut in and, and, you know, under quarantine in the winter with nothing to do was just like emotional, like torture. And so that was the other thing was we were like, man, the winter is rough. 
Uh, so it's time for us to try something new. And now we're down here in San Luis Obispo, California. I'll tell you the empty streets of Seattle during that time was, it was spooky that and cold and just like, and more depressing than it. I was like, I think if you've been here for a long time, you can take a dose of depressing, but it, it, it did something to a lot of people. Like once things opened back up, there's a lot of people that I, I mean, like yourself that, uh, moved on, moved out. They needed Mm -hmm. to change, needed to change the scenery. And I, I completely, I completely get it. Um, so you move, you move there. You're still playing. You're still playing in change. You guys done mm-hmm. did a few, uh, a few small runs, I believe, this year. Yeah, yeah. We just played a few shows in the Northwest and a few shows in uh, Southern California, and uh, yeah, they were awesome. A lot of fun. Now we're gonna hopefully knock on wood, take some time to to write some new songs, and hopefully get in the studio and and do an EP with Indecision Records sick and uh and with moving you passed on the torch of the um the pacific northwest hardcore twitter we talked about it last week me and devin just how uh i don't know if it was if uh you were just like i just need to give this to anyone but i if you even if you didn't uh kind of uh it was not super conscious uh you picked a an amazing person to uh to pass that on to um with hannah just doing a great job, just being everyone's uh, personal hype man for the Pacific yeah. Northwest. Really, really uh, taking the charge for like not just like um, Tacoma, Seattle, but Port Portland. There, um, Hannah's really, you know, highlighting Boise with uh, a lot of a lot of uh, her posts, and she's also uh, also a you know she has Hammerhead House um, hosting. Mm-hmm some that which i think has uh brought a lot of life into um the pacific northwest hardcore scene for you know somewhere to play that's not you know a 300 cap room something where you can uh, a little bit more intimate and and pack people in no matter what Mm -hmm. yeah i guess first of all first off on hannah like totally agree like she's doing such an excellent job with it like she was uh it to answer your other question, like, no, it was something I thought a lot about. Like, I was like, you know, when I move, it doesn't really make sense for me to to run this anymore. Like, yes, I, my heart is still in the Northwest, but like, you know, I always wanted that handle to be like centered around like continuing to build the community. And and it's just harder to do that uh, when you're not physically there. Um, so, um I was thinking a lot about who who it should be and with her it just it was it's kind of funny because it just kind of happened and and it was a perfect fit because like i i had been engaging with her for a while you know on the handle and then um one of the last shows i was at like i introduced myself to her i'm like there's no <laughs> there's no way to do this that isn't awkward but <laughs> i'm chris and i do this handle and uh you know that's how kind of how we met and um and yeah, it kind of came out of that. Uh, I don't remember exactly how it worked. I think Tatiana was kind of like joking and was like, oh, you should hand it off to Hannah when you move. And I was like, actually. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I talked to some people, I guess, that that knew her a little bit better than than I did. And it was like, hey, 
I'm kind of thinking about like letting Hannah run with this. Like, how do you think she would do with it? And, and everyone was like, dude, that's perfect. Like she'd be awesome. And, um, I don't know. It was, she was super like respectful about it. it was like, you know, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, doing it in the spirit of like what you started for. And I was like, just, just take it. It's yours now. Like just do what you, you know, it's all about like building community. And as long as that's at the center of it, like, I have no doubt that you'll do a better job than, than I ever did. And, and I think that she is. And, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, no, so hopefully, cool. hopefully Twitter can stay around for a little bit longer so <laughs> she can continue to do that. Yeah, we'll 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 see. We'll we'll see if the if if the Almighty will will allow this. Um, but no. Besides that, I think it's been actually instrumental in this just year in Northwest Hardcore, helping connecting all these new people that are coming into shows and just making them aware of um, you know these different places to go see shows. Uh, all these. Uh, um, newer uh, newer bands and and everything uh, in between like that. It's so I think that's really cool. So and to finally move uh, into other things you've been uh, up to. So in the podcast world, you've done you've been on like um, 180 mile, uh, 185 for like uh, quite some time. Like you've been helping mm-hmm. out here and there. I like. Yeah. Are you, you're like on a rotating cast or what? How's that? How's that work? Yeah. I mean, it's primarily Zach's podcast. And then, um, you know, he has a few people that are kind of, uh, um, I don't know how to put this, but like, you know, the core, uh, participants, I guess. Um, and, and I'm one of them that joins maybe like every I don't know, once a month or so. Um, so which which works well with my schedule and and uh those guys are all old friends of mine so it's it's really fun just talking about hardcore with them you know um and then there's a few others that we get uh kind of rotating in a, uh, a little bit more occasionally like we've had staff from puny d on a couple times maybe like twice a year uh so that's always fun to get her you know in the mix as well and finally, uh, a newer project that you have done in the last couple months that we've been kind of in the talks about, which I think is absolutely awesome. I'm, um, I love this uh, new project of yours, Northwest Hardcore Radio, NWHC Radio. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, first off, largely inspired by like Dead Air your life in America, uh, out of Santa Barbara, uh, Mark for life, like some of these, um, hardcore radio shows that I listen to like all the time. And, and I always loved it. And, um, so that, that's kind of the inspiration, but like the impetus for it is there's so much good Northwest hardcore stuff past and present that flies under the radar because we're tucked up in this corner of the country. And even though I'm not physically tucked up in the corner, like I still feel like emotionally tucked up there and invested in, in the Northwest scene so much. Um, and there's so much good stuff that just needs light shined on it. You know, um, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, is impossible to find on the internet. Um, a lot of stuff that isn't on Spotify, you know, maybe it's on Bandcamp. Um, and then, you know, a lot of 
awesome up and coming newer bands. Um, so like an example of the first thing I said um, on an episode that will be live when, when this goes live, episode three, uh, there's a track from Hardesty, which is a band that featured members of Stagold, the drummer of Stagold sang, and they were an awesome band. They had a record on Excursion, and I wasn't able to find any trace of it on the internet, <laughs> you know, outside of like uh, Discogs, but like it's not even on YouTube. You can't, you know, go find it and listen to it on, on YouTube even, which is kind of like the place to go to try and find the stuff that isn't on, you know, Bandcamp or Spotify. Um, so, you know, I, I pulled a track from that for, for the last show. Um, Balance of the World is another one that, you know, didn't, was almost impossible to find on the internet. It wasn't on YouTube. I actually put it on YouTube, so it's there as well. But, you know, putting, giving a place for people to listen to some of these bands. And then, um, you know, there's, there's awesome newer bands, bands like, uh, you know, Ego Death. That demo that they did is my favorite demo that's come out of Seattle in like years. Um, and and that's not like that's not to comment on the quality of stuff that's come out. Like there's been a lot of great stuff, but like this is a demo that I'm really, really psyched on. Um, you know, there's bands like Electric Chair from Portland, Rejection Pack from Boise. I know you just had Devin on uh, a recent episode, Mortality Rate. Like there's so many good bands that um no matter how much shine they're getting, they could always get more. So, and I think that that's where we're that's where we're getting to that. Um, but before I, before we get into like the meat of the episode, you like you like messaged me and you were like, "Oh, uh, I don't want to I don't want to step on your toes as far as like uh, you know dead air and what you're doing with uh, music and and your music." And I was like. I actually, when you mentioned the idea, I was actually relieved because it was something I was thinking about because I always have like ideas of, oh, what if I do this? What if I do that? <laughs> and I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to tackle them. And I'm like, mm -hmm. and it's not that I want to be in charge of doing said thing. It's just because I think I want, because I want this out in the world. I think like, I was like, I was thinking that all the time, like, Mm -hmm. like er like uh earlier ill intent some earlier uh rec stuff that's not that's not on like spotify um i'm not even sure what rec is actually on spotify if uh, if if any at all yeah. <laughs> um one, one ep uh the second ep is on spotify the one that came out in 6131 which uh, i think is the weakest of their three records personally well, it's good i know there uh I'm, did you I think you played one, uh, one from the last rec record uh, mm -hmm. on, uh, I believe this, the episode two or episode one, I don't remember of Northwest hardcore. And it was, I was like, that record was so good. It, it just sucks that the, you know, obviously uh, they all went and did their own thing and lived their lives. But like, if it had mm -hmm. some more time to breathe, I think that would have uh, been a, been a huge record it's, it was so yeah. good and they were just i can't think of a band that was that good live the live band yeah. like them them playing their covers like it was just it was incredible the 2015 mm -hmm. uh the 2015 rain fest was one of 
the best times of my life because not only mm-hmm. I was like I got to like actually perform and be a part of it, but like the band like that rec set and every and the whole the whole thing was it was so it was so good. Like and was that the one where they covered Pantera or the one where they covered Jane's Addiction? I uh, Pantera. <laughs> regardless of your opinions, regardless of anyone's opinion <laughs> Good cover, good yeah. cover, and I can't say I can't say much. I my band played that same parts of that song all all the time for a little while, and they they covered that they covered that song from beginning to end and just probably executed it better than the band could themselves. And yeah, it was it. so good. It was literally just I when I heard it, I was like, I've never heard it played this well. They're, yeah. Like I said, impre- imp- just absolutely impressive live band. Um, R- RIP Rec, so freaking good. For sure. If anyone if anyone wants that EP, just DM me your email address and I'll send it to you. Um, they, they originally released it, I think, on like a website or maybe like some predecessor of Bandcamp. I don't even know where you can find it, but it's so good. Message um, me your email address, I'll send it to you. On another note, message me if you want to get rid of those um, those wreck baseball caps from ten- 2010 because those were one of the coolest hats of all time. And I'm so mad my friend Caleb like had one and he like just damaged it like so badly and he left it on the bot and in his like in his like garage and it was so just nasty with holes in it. But like that hat was so cool. I want that. I want from from when they like one of their first shows in 2010 i was like that's that hat is so cool send it up I'll I'll, I'll I'll pay a pretty penny for it um if anyone's out there with that but let's go into northwest hardcore right now and what's going on in northwest hardcore right now every year um around this time because thanksgiving is a bunch of bullshit i usually play uh 500 years by trial and just play and just talk about Northwest hardcore because that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for I'm thankful for uh, the community, not just in uh, hardcore in general, but like if it wasn't for Northwest hardcore, I wouldn't. And hard Northwest hardcore is still giving today. I get to I've helped out a lot with uh, Hammerhead House and helping out with their shows, and it's just like it's awesome that there's still like um, awesome people like Hannah. But uh, Tom at Real Art, uh, Zach putting on an awesome fest, and uh, and I'm excited to hear uh, what happens with the uh, the next just another gig. Like every year, there's like and there's just awesome. There's always been awesome bands in the Pacific Northwest um, that that deserve that like Wreck deserve um, deserve your ears. If you're a fan of hardcore, there's something in the Northwest that you'll enjoy. And I normally go down a list of stuff that I usually I used to try to do the blogging and like make and compile a list of uh, releases from Northwest Hardcore, uh, specifically ones I like enjoy. Um, and we're going to kind of just go through that in audio form. Uh, Chris will make some commentary and uh, we'll just we're going to we're going to talk through it. And then, Chris, you can uh, tell me if I missed anything. Sounds good. So, and this is all for the year 2022. This is all 2022 
releases for demos. Um, I started off with the with an easy one because it's been on my mind. I've been listening to it. The rejection pack. Can we wait? It just came. It literally uh, just came out like two weeks ago. I think literally right at the top of of the month. Um, yeah, the eleventh, and I saw their I saw a video of their set um, at Act Like You Know. It and kids were going were going crazy. If anyone like listened to the last episode, but Dev has been a staple in Boise for like the better part of fifteen years, and. Uh, he is the um, one of the premier uh, quote unquote old heads. I'm, I mean, he's me and him are the same age, but like, it just depends on who what you consider as an old head. But like, this record um, is, I think everything. Like, if you talk to Devin and his influences, are highly um, influenced by mid two thousands hardcore and. It, this feels this record feels entrenched in it and uh i really like the energy because it's not like it doesn't feel stuck it doesn't feel like just um i guess it's nostalgic in a good way but it still has like new energy that um really translates well live i've seen the live sets from hammerhead house i've seen um i was really uh uh pleasantly surprised by like kids going uh going crazy to them on the one step closer tour and seemed seemed really it seemed to be uh seemed to go pretty well and chris you guys uh did some dates with them correct yeah uh they did uh that southern california leg that we did so i got to see them three nights in a row hang out with them a little bit um and you know they're awesome every night and super fun to hang out with at the end we all kind of realized like man we really didn't hang out that much though. Like we wish we would have hung out a little bit more, but you know, that happens sometimes with drives. And I think it, 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 this uh, record has, ha- has helped a lot with, I mean, I think it, it helps that, uh, um, Boise has been on a lot of people's, um, uh, it's been, people have been talking about Boise a lot more with, uh, bands like ingrown and witness chamber and rejects impacts. Um, I mean, dev, with his him and his projects have always like been there so like um he's just been instrumental in boise so i mean his band is good so why wouldn't you why wouldn't you listen to it so that's yeah i uh, think sorry could i add something real, real quick add, no add i'm I, I was going to i didn't know if you I'll, i'm i'm gonna continue to pause for uh pause for commentary sure i mean to that point you know I don't know if this is entirely accurate, but I also think Dev is kind of very instrumental in bringing Boise into Northwest hardcore. The more like, like before, before alone, which was his previous band band. Like I can't think of hardly any bands from Boise and, and I'm sure there were plenty, but like they were kind of like the scene that was on the other side of the mountains. And like, you know, maybe if you were driving, from you know spokane to salt lake city you would stop there and play and i think i think dev is probably pretty instrumental in bringing boise into like the central thought of of northwest hardcore um just because of 
you know, his love for the region and as well as his love for Boise. And, and I think that, um, I don't know if that makes sense, but I think that, that he played a large part in like kind of Boise being what it is now where, you know, you go to a show in Vancouver and see Ingrown and people are yelling out, you know, Boise, British Columbia or. or yeah, whatever. no, I love that. And I think people also like, and Charlie Rich um, is super instrumental because that that guy works so damn hard going back and forth between that and ingrown tours and having a a full time big boy job. I'm I hope I hope my man's get some sleep. He's uh, every time I see him, he looks so <laughs> he looks so damn tired, like <laughs> like so so yeah we're. Just, rejection pack rocks um i think it's also cool because in this is a time of hardcore where there are some specific styles that people like gravitate toward but i don't think there's a specific there's too many specific styles of hardcore that are like uh, that that people are going to like you know turn their nose to because obviously there's been times where oh i don't want to hear melodic hardcore i don't want to hear youth crew i don't want to hear this um i don't think there i don't think that's i haven't heard uh unless you've heard differently i haven't heard anyone here who's like there's a specific style of hardcore that that they're not going to at least give a shot to especially the newer no. the newer kids yeah i think there's a lot of diversity uh in in sound in northwest right now like there's I wouldn't say there's a Northwest sound right now, which is super cool. Yeah, there, there used to be. And, uh, that's, I think that's, uh, that's a good thing. Cause why would you want to hear the same five bands on the weekends? And we've, we've had that happen throughout many areas of Northwest hardcore. Why wouldn't you want to have a bunch of different heavy bands, different fast bands, maybe some melodic bands, adjacent bands, um, on your on your set and other with you know with mixed shows and stuff it, yeah it it only makes sense like we don't need the same five sounding bands on the it doesn't it doesn't help it doesn't help uh for any type of growth because i know there's people that don't even are worried about growth but i am because i've always been here and i want to see i want to see uh these bands who play good music thrive so uh Moving on to another band, another release. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, I've talked about it a lot. Chris has talked about it a lot. Check out the Ego Death uh, demo 2022, uh, released August 17th. These are these are kids uh, that have been, I would say, started showing up in Tacoma and Seattle hardcore roughly um, four to five years ago, and have just. St- stuck with it like the people that are uh part of these bands and a part of like spur have been just they have been the people that have been brought the most life um into uh northwest hardcore from what i've seen max uh pedro all the all those kids have been uh they're just uh people who are are very sociable especially it helps because I go to a show and I'm physically and mentally drained. I like to, I'm usually coming right off of work. So I like to just chill and 
enjoy the show but they're but those kids are moshing to literally every band making it and making it so other the other like kids who are coming from like different scenes maybe not any scene at all are coming and having a good time and i feel like they're bringing they're they're bringing the energy 100 percent. and this release is extremely good max's vocals are are actually insane like they sound it sounds so good this style of uh i don't think we have too many of this style of like uh, metallic hardcore in uh in the northwest right now but it's super sick i love the artwork that was uh obviously done by nate walters listen to it um go go catch them at a show new northwest hardcore yeah i totally agree these guys are kind of like the heartbeat of northwest hardcore right now or at least you know in the seattle tacoma area like like you said like they bring that energy if you play a show and they're not at the show it's probably not going to be as fun as if you play a show and they're there so um just from the perspective of them going off but also just like you know their uh infectious attitudes and how much they love hardcore and in our psyched to be there it's it's really cool and great band like i said this is my favorite demo out of the seattle area in, in quite some time maybe since the gloss demo i've seen nothing but good things about this record like they've been trying they've been doing different projects like this group of kids have been doing different projects for the past three four years and um this one seemed to really hit like i've seen everyone from my age range um and all around be super impressed with this uh with this specific demo and be really hyped for it so i think that's re- i think that's really cool moving on unless you have it um well if you have anything to say we'll say after this but uh we'll go to to uh spur which is most of the same group of people but uh some bellingham kids i don't know who's all from bellingham in this but i've seen them quite a few times in uh i believe zach was in uh the the vocalist was in another band here in tacoma but i can't i literally can't remember this is this is pedro this is uh pedro on the drums um they've been doing they've been doing this project i think since like just a little bit before the beginning of the year and uh this demo this uh demo 2022 came out in june they played hammerhead house a lot and this is i hate i hate saying this um but i've seen a lot of growth in this band since every time i see uh i see them play it's not to say that they started out sounding bad it's just like I can tell these are young musicians that are just getting better with every with every song written and every um and every live set. Yeah, 100% agree. Like I mean the same thing that we said about Ego Death, you could say, you know, the exact same thing about every member of this band like the energy that they bring and uh the enthusiasm. Uh just played with them a couple months ago um up at uh funhouse and they were super cool live like their singers got a real uh a real energetic vibe and yeah they're a lot of fun up next demo 22 by kujo um i another just really good live set it's super fa- uh every time i've seen them so far it's super fast it's just like it's a it's what I, it's my favorite type of hardcore no matter 
like if it's he- if it's heavy or more punk, I like fast get in and get out. I don't have a lot of because <laughs> I'm like my patience starts to run thin at, at at points. So I'm like I like hardcore because I like fast hardcore because it's fast. Um, whether you're playing mean riffs or punk riffs, and these have this has the mean riffs. Uh, they took kind of a hiatus after a while because they did a a couple demos in 2016. 2017 and then five years of kind of uh nothing this is the singer uh malice uh yeah great band malice was so good like i miss that band i miss that band um that demo that that rainfest demo they put out was so killer but sorry we're talking about cujo here and this is killer too if you haven't listened to malice though um, they still have their stuff up on Bandcamp, I believe. D- definitely listen to that band if you're if you like Cujo. Um, but Cujo is is Malice felt like a lot of what was going on at the time. There was like it was a little bit slower and moshier. This is like mean, mean, fat. Like I said, fast and mean. Get in and get out hardcore. Um, and they have a very good uh, live set. And it's like I said, it's very, very fast. Another uh so up next is one I haven't I haven't seen live. Um, but this is a metallic hardcore band um from Spokane, Washington. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of uh I don't there's ha there's like usually I feel like throughout my life there's been like always one band from Spokane, like at at a time maybe a cut maybe two or three but not a lot i mean they're uh losing skin was from spokane or from a di- or from tri-cities i can't remember i thought they were from spokane but i'm not 100 percent. i i yeah see i'm trying to i'm trying to pull up like uh inform past information just from my head and it's not working very well for me but uh check out um some metallic versus uh some metallic hardcore has some unt- melodic elements. Um, I believe all the, I believe this is a uh, mainly newer kids. I've never met this. I've never, I don't think I've seen any of these people before mainly maybe cause they're from Spokane. Um, but room 13, they played at uh, uh, hammerhead earlier this year, I believe in the spring, but uh, yes. Yeah, so if you like uh, metallic hard, uh, if you like metallic hardcore, lots of, um skateboard references in here check it out Ban- uh room 13 nwhc bandcamp.com yeah i think um maybe they share some members with wretch which we may talk about but i know one of those one of those kids either from wretch or from room 13 or both uh plays drums in ego death and lives out in everett now but See, and that's the problem. I don't know all the uh, age range, age range too for some of these. So, so I I because I try to make this assume if I haven't seen them before that they're more than likely younger, or or they're just from the area I from an area I don't frequent very often. In the metallic versus like metalcore side, we have a Morning Star. They uh, came out with a they had a split. They had, and I don't remember if their demo was this year, but they had a split this year, and they also have a single that's out on Days Records um, from, I believe, I have their Days 
up, so I have the wrong, I don't have the correct information, but I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it's Vancouver, Victoria, BC. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Vancouver, or at least like, you know, around the city. It's not, it's not very far, it's not very far off from us. Uh, yeah, I think they're saying they're, they're saying there's involved in like here and now who books a bunch of shows up in uh, up in Vancouver. So, but yeah, this is a cool uh, the thing they put out. I don't I'm not sure if it's a demo or not. I can picture like the cover. It's like purple and it's got like a, I don't know, a real medieval looking vibe. But yeah. that was really cool. And is 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 sick to see a lot of like, uh, I don't know, like national publicity, you know, like when you get those those magazines, like the big magazines that come up with like 10 bands you should check out like they were on a couple of those which is really cool to see yeah and i think like i said the the sounds are so diverse right now that like them doing a more like early um late 90s early 2000s style metalcore it's not being overshadowed by a bunch of different other acts because every sounds are getting super spread out there isn't um uh, like you said, there isn't a identifiable sound of the time. So um, I think that makes it, I think that makes it even um, more special for, uh, because there was a time where uh, just like five or so years ago where people were trying to overplay this uh, style of metalcore, but I think this band does it very, very well. So check out a morning star. You can uh, check out a morning star on Bandcamp for their, EP uh, to see your beauty fade came out in March of this year. And then they also um, have a split and a single that is out on days and days has been that, that record label has been killing it this year with like so many good, just like big releases for sure. So that's cool to see some Northwest hardcore uh, representation on there. Um, Moving on, um, we got my friend Rusty, who's in Forced Torment. Um, they just came out with a demo. With a demo, if you like, this is very demo quality uh, in the best way. Uh, death metal with with some hardcore elements, but hundred uh, percent metal first. I haven't seen they were um, they were a previous uh, band, Malefaction and did some uh restructuring and it's kind of the same idea in sonically but it's just uh different members um different people on vo- different people on vocals um people who have been doing stuff for a long time um it, i i can't remember how many i don't remember all the Ian's done so many different like sounding projects. I can't even rem- I can't even remember. Ian, who does vocals in this band, the has done um, hip hop, um, po- like some like kind of uh, title fighty post hardcore type stuff back back in the day, um, as well as played in various um, punk and hardcore and metal bands. Rusty. Um, Safe and Sound, uh, Crooked Cross for for a little while. Um, Rusty Guitar Center, Guitar Center, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and a various amount of bedroom demos that um, some of them have come to light, 
and some of them haven't and just like lots of the amount of uh projects that rusty has done that may never see the light of day it probably shadows most people uh, and then uh joe who was trying to think of what joe's ba- joe's other band he was in a bit he was like in one of the only took uh tacoma bands at the time like for a while um i can't think of the i can't think of the name of the band but joe's been uh playing drums in hardcore bands specifically in tacoma for a very very long time so this is a strictly tacoma band check out force torment um demo is out force torment 253 Bandcamp. up next um crawl space demo 2 just came out just came out uh like literally what three days ago three days ago follow up to the first demo that came out about a year ago what can you say this is northwest this are seattle um hardcore people that have been uh I believe seattle slash olympia people that have been uh doing hardcore for quite some time um and just making just competent hardcore punk and seeing them live did they did a judge cover i believe on when they uh played with bit they did a run with big laugh which is a a, a very fucking good live uh act as well and yeah i i have nothing to say other than it's it it's just very good punk hardcore it's there's not really much i can ex- expand on this band except this is this band only has i don't think they have music on anything except youtube 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 and cassettes i'd maybe vinyl but like the they're um they're not on uh pretty much any other like streaming service whatsoever so you listen to it on youtube or you buy a tape yeah this is cool um they're super intense live like their vocalist has got a real aggressive kind of snarl um <laughs> funny thing about this band Casey has a Steve Vai guitar, which is the guitar that has like a handle built into the body. And uh, this is his his opportunity to let everyone know that he's got a guitar with a handle in it because he uses that handle and holds it up above his head every chance he gets. And it's super entertaining. But beyond that, that factor of just novelty, uh, Casey style fun, like they're a sick band, really good. Um, this is just a single, but this is a brand new spanking band from the Pacific North, uh, Pacific Northwest came out October 5th. This band, um, I know this has members of insecure. Um, I'm not sure of the, of the rest of the bands, but this is, um, tears of joy. They just did their first show, um, right at the beginning of October. I think they have a couple more shows, uh, wind up and they have the song tears of joy by the band tears of joy um so far so good i don't know if you've heard this yet chris i have i think maybe i i haven't seen them live but i saw like a little instagram snippet video and i think rusty might be in this band too Um, oh yes he is in this band now he doesn't (laughs) tell me anything he just like yeah, he did, he he bro doesn't tell tell me anything of what he's doing. I think he just was like I'm in this band now. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's cool. This is. I don't know how to how to properly explain more than just like it's it's uh just regular regular hardcore with some elements of metal. All right, next up, end of days with two song release that came out January eighteenth. Um, I believe that's probably re- literally a day before uh, this year's uh, Just Another Gig. And these two songs are awesome. Um, they might be my favorite. I like uh, the the first demo, but these songs are super, are just super good. And they're on, they're on top with all the other um, premier mosh bands of the Pacific Northwest, along with Apex Predator. And um, by all means, with just having a, uh, just fun mosh sets and yeah they're they're killer band uh nate walters hardcore i actually saw him not too long ago down in oxnard uh which is probably one of the closest scenes to me um they were that was the tour they did with big boy and uh it's cool to see them click and and some others Trina. i've been them on a i've seen them on a couple i think they did two tours this year and they also played Boise just recently in um in early October and they looked like they were they played out in the Boise wasteland it looked really fucking cool so after that we talked about Wretch so let's talk about Wretch another metallic hardcore band from um spokane washington um i think it's really cool that they that they started out their uh their little demo with a um with a clip that uh from pedro talking about uh doing a mosh report on axe to grind i thought that was i thought that was uh, that was kind of fun yeah hell yeah that was a fun (laughs) speaking of that pedro energy love it and i'm not sure how old i'm not sure the age range of of this one either but i'm glad spokane still has people that are um making hardcore um because like i said i don't go out there i don't know what goes on out there i'm glad um that there's that i mean having those environments where uh where there's like not a lot going on, whether it's there or Boise, I would imagine there being the want to make bands like this because there's nothing else around. Like, and that bre- that I I would assume that would breed just uh, being in in somewhat just like desolate areas would breed mean hardcore. You gotta do something when it's not a Gonzaga basketball season. I got nothing. To, I got nothing to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> Denial of life. What else can you say? They've been fucking killing it this year. Um, this band is one of the best bands from the Pacific Northwest. And one of the best newer bands, uh, period. Um, 
their newest their uh newest record is is amazing the uh production is is top notch there i've shared uh quite a bit of their music online with uh some newer kids and everybody thought it was a very bold statement for me to um to compare them um to power trip just on that level of just because there's so many bands there's so many crossover bands but like i think the energy and just um sheer musicianship that this band um has is is incredible and i think they can be uh they they have a big band attitude and and i think they're incredible and have and have a, a promising future if they keep uh going in the tra- trajectory they are right now yeah i think when you say when they have a big band attitude i just want to be clear because that's not like they're not like uh snobby people like they're oh, super yeah, yeah, nice yeah. so what i mean big they have they project prof- like confidence professional like like mm-hmm. like that's what i so uh yeah that's a that's that's a good um clarification because i never when i if i ever say big band attitude i mean they have they just have like you look like you like it's just professional in the best way because professional also sounds like oh clean uh not or i guess corporate or whatever but like when i mean it's just like this is a they're a top tier band and they sound like a top tier band and they deserve um that top tier attention because they're just extra like like i said i could i compared them a little bit to power trip and they're like oh that's bold i'm like and then when when i actually got some people to listen to them they're like you know what? That's accurate. Yeah, for and, sure. And I don't um, mean the sound. I just mean what the like what they provide and just sounding so big. Yeah, yeah. I um, I hear a lot of like um, it doesn't sound like it, but I like to compare it to the the last Take Offense record. Like it, it has that crossover, uh, certainly crossover influence, but it's actually got a little Van Halen in there, which I think that a uh, take offense record does too. So um, it's super sick. One of the cool things about um, the show that I'm doing Northwest hardcore radio is like, it's been cool to like mix up the eras and, and have like, you know, some old heads listening to it and like hearing younger bands and then, you know, hearing younger kids, like their feedback about some of the, the older bands that they hadn't heard. And like, um, I think, Denial of Life has been uh, probably the one that I most often get, you know, the old heads hit me up saying, oh, this band is awesome. Like, thank you for introducing me to them. I still listen to them. Like, this record is amazing. Uh, So it's super sick to hear like that. And like I said, they're super nice kids. So it's cool to see them just like get so much attention and love and just take over the world. Live set is super good too. And like, they're a band somewhat um like obviously they have they have uh with their drummer but like um that reminds me of wreck in the way of they kill any cover they're smart about what they play how they play it and um even their covers are like top tier they've been uh doing this machine head cover for a while and it's like 
it's perfect. They they and I've always like when I hear Machine Head, I was like, what if they cut all of this this uh for Davidian? What if they cut cut all this crap out of the song and they do that and it doesn't sound weird it sounds really good it's just they have an extremely good uh live set um or just live energy um live sound um even even in the basement uh at hammerhead house where it it's rough to sound good in there um that's because that's all energy in there not sound that's just that's just energy and uh with and i like i like their i like i enjoy their backing track live where they uh where they do like kind of the the dueling guitar leads um backing they have a lot of cool backing tracks and which is not a not a super popular thing in hardcore but i i i like to it's something that i do uh like to see come around a little bit Cause, uh, that it, it just, uh, it, it makes things sound, uh, it, it, the way they do it, make thing makes it sound good. I think there's some bands who can't, who can't pull off the things they pull off, but, uh, they pull it off really well. And Nikki, their drummer was in Rec, So, uh, that's, you know, we talked earlier about how Wreck was a band that just absolutely killed covers. So we need like we need to get the meme of like denial of life and wreck of the the arm wrestle like thing where it's like killing covers, wreck, denial of life. Okay. I and because I don't have any Tacoma folk here, I wonder if you can answer me a uh I'm I'm I don't know if you've seen so like in the last year, if you because you haven't been up in the Tacoma area. But like Puyallup, Tacoma, um, Parkland, there are all these uh, payback posters, like and stickers that are just sh- that are draped over like random areas and random parking lots. There's been some payback <laughs> awesome. and payback and and like some updated with uh, denial of life in there too. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is, but cool. It's got to be Nicky. I mean, he's like a graffiti guy historically, so maybe it's that that mentality of getting those stickers everywhere. That meant, or maybe his homies. Enough said, because I've just like just really places that have like that that I was <laughs> like where, um, like it's just like somewhere like seventy second in Parkland, like just a random place by a taco truck. And I'm like, all right. And it's, it's, and I know it's recent because it doesn't look super old. Payback was, you know, kind of a short lived project or, um, and so I was just like, interesting. Cause even somebody on my, uh, on my other page was asking, was like, what can you tell me about this? I'm like, I know about it, but I know nothing like, I don't know anything about it. So, you know what? Let's keep the mystery going. Uh, graffiti artist, enough said. <laughs> um, another band, which is full of, which is uh, going more into the uh, melodic side of things, is a band that just came up in the last, I believe, the end of the summer. Uh, when I talked to um, the members of, 
their previous band. They are telling me that this was coming because the um, some of them live in Seattle. Um, this is a band that's uh, members of Love is Red, Sinking Ships, and With Honor, um, a band called Plague Mind. And I think they played their first show or they were supposed to play their first show at some point. I it think did with change. Oh, okay, cool, cool. That's the, yeah, that was, that was, that was the, that was the one. So mm -hmm. this one is a, is one that's pretty drenched in nostalgia. Reminds me of the first kind of, of, because my first introduction to hardcore was a mix of the classics uh, mixed in with uh, what, like the have hearts and the sinking ships and the melodic hardcore stuff. And that was like, when I first listened to dead air, this was, primarily what was what was playing like uh, a sound mm -hmm. very similar to this when i was in my uh early high school days uh in my first car listening um to kgrg on the way to youth group and mm -hmm. this this very much um harkens back to this in i think a pretty respectful way since all the members are from that uh from that specific era yeah they're this is a cool demo like it sounds awesome they sounded exactly like it live they were super good like you wouldn't have been able to guess it was their first show they were really tight really big um yeah it's it's interesting we talked about rejection pact a little bit earlier and that's a band also that's pulling a lot of influence from this era um but i feel like like if, if you told someone um like like both of these both these bands are pulling a lot of influence from this era but this leans a little bit uh a little heavier a little bigger like uh i think i hear a lot of hope conspiracy in there and maybe it's like the drum how the drums come in at the beginning um but yeah it's really cool let's go down to portland i got a couple releases um soothing single uh they have I know they have a couple more like live tracks, but this is Emma from Dying Wish doing something a little bit different with a with a few other uh, Portland cats. Um, came out with Growing Pains. I saw them play at uh, Real Art in uh, in July, and they opened up the show. and I'd like to see more of this. Uh, I'd like to. I it was. It sounded really cool. Um, if you like, if you like Dying Wish, this is a completely, this is a completely other side of the tracks of for as far as like, as far as like sound, this is uh, more mean punk hardcore. Um, her vocals it's a little are a more little dangly different. earring, right? Yeah, danglier earring ring for sure. <laughs> but it's cool. Um, as a performer, as a as a, as a front person, like she absolutely fucking kills it like so and i think this is a cool this is a cool lane to explore um sonically as far as like a side project yeah i think yeah she's awesome in in dying wish um and i haven't seen soothing yet but i'm really curious to see just it's cool to see like uh someone who has such a commanding stage presence sing in a completely different style of band and just see like how different they are um you know how different the different style of music makes them uh i don't know 
carry themselves. So I'm, I'm hope I get to see it's, it. It's definitely she. She definitely has the vocals dialed in a little bit more snarly, um, mm-hmm. and I think that and I and I think that's cool. And I think she might have done. They might have done like two shows. So like, I think that's a. It's it's a. I guess that is if if I were to do something like that, it feels like a hard thing to navigate because especially like if I was in her position touring so much and then like somebody who tour and then tries to, you know, switch off for, uh, for like a couple of one-offs, like when you're doing that much, like excessive touring, like I guess there's a million people who do there's, there's people who do it, but it's hard for me to like, because I would want to, you know, cause I, I would see it being hard to, uh, I guess it's not so far alike sonically. I mean, like as far as like the vocals, but like, like you said, it's interesting to see, uh, the performance wise and going from that dry socket, uh, came at, uh, came out with, let me, I hit the wrong, uh, yeah dry dry socket um they had a three song release this year portland portland hardcore hardcore punk a little bit um a little bit more emotional but not like uh melodic hardcore um members of bands that have been uh i know um I believe the guitar play I'm trying to remember the name of the band that they were in before, but they've been in been in a few uh hard uh hardcore bands in Portland for the past like six or or so years. Um Dry Socket, PDX, Bandcamp, check it out. Yeah, we just uh they played Jay Dust's record release show down in Portland, which we also played and and they were super good, like very um very intense uh the 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 stuff that the vocalist was like kind of talking about what the songs are about uh super um i don't know what the word is but very very personal uh and so yeah i certainly see that 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 emotional kind of aspect that you're talking about but without being melodic yeah there is definitely i wouldn't say like because I wouldn't say like screamo because I, uh, it's, it, I'm, it, it was, I would say in the ballpark, but not, but it's still like, it was still like hard. It was still like fast, hardcore punk. So there was like an emotional aspect, but it's hard for me to, to really, uh, pin that one, uh, specifically down. I'm almost, I'm almost to the, to the bottom of my of my list and then i'll have to get some uh, there's a couple that i that i know oh going back to portland enact that i i didn't have i didn't have it up but that's uh it came up it just came up in my in my mind not on my list and i'm sorry because their uh their life said it they they killed it at the hammerhead house yeah, they're a cool band, and uh, I think I hate saying this because it's uh, you know it shouldn't be about this, be about this, but like this is a style of music that has 
historically not been super diverse. Um, so it's cool to see a, a woman sing for this style of band. Um, and I, and I just wish there were more, um, but they do it so well. Like the songs are so well written. They're super great live, uh, really cool lyrics. Um, yeah, they're, they're killer band. Oh, Ricky's always been very good on vocals. Kyle has, has made very competent, um, um, hardcore bands in this lane in the Portland area for a while. So Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a no brainer. It's it's just it's just good. It's another uh, just good hardcore. So check enact hardcore, uh, Bandcamp. Uh, we talked. To, I think I said a little bit of beginning. I think you talked about it a little bit too um, on Northwest Hardcore that like it's technically not Northwest, but like. I feel like I don't know where to place Calgary. So I, so like I put Calgary bands in with the Pacific Northwest. I do too. It's, I feel I, like, yeah, I was going to say, like, I feel like, and I said this on the show, but I feel like if you see regularly see members of, or people from these scenes at Vancouver or Seattle or Portland at Rainfest or just another gig, or you see Seattle kids or, Portland kids or Vancouver kids over at Wild Rose or Scoped Exposure. Like the scenes are pretty intertwined, even though geographically they're physically pretty freaking far. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what a regular, um, what the, uh, what, what the regular, uh, route to how, how long it is from Seattle to Calgary, but I imagine it's, it's gotta be like what, eight to 10 it's more than that it's like right just from vancouver to oh man it, the other thing too it's through these crazy mountains which are like always closed for accidents or like avalanches and so you know i think it's normally like a 12 hour drive but can be way longer it's torch it's a torturous drive I imagine, especially during the fall, fall and winter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. that's where Gravemaker got in their accident. And I think a few other bands like on that stretch, it's really dangerous. RIP uh, Gravemaker van. Um, World of Pleasure and Friends came out July uh, 23rd. Uh, World of World of Pleasure, XVX, Mosh Music. There you go. Um, lots of different. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, there's all the there's all these names, but I'm not. I I obviously know uh, no one, but like a few a few. I'm not sure who the who the featuring artist is, but for uh, which which specific bands, but. I've seen their shows. They go, they go fucking, they go fucking wild. There's not too many XVX bands like out right now. Like XVX isn't like super popular and hardcore. So hell yeah, more power to you. Yeah, there. I love this band. I think Jess has some of the sickest vocals in hardcore, especially for like this style of more like melodic metalcore. Um, 
they just they're super cutting and really they really drill into you and and i i love it and going back to like so, like get in get out i love um mosh music that is this short like because it i've you see it all the time with like metal influenced music that kind of overstays its welcome and um there is like a three minute track but like the fact that we have all these um under two minute metalcore songs is is absolutely beautiful and moving on back to seattle we have some straight more uh 80s influenced um just literally just all basically basic early intro punk with uh with ransom that came out with a three uh a three song demo earlier this year like um the description's pretty apt if you like um poison idea and germs this is like this is more this is more punk than hardcore but it's um very it's it's very competent in what it's um trying to do i'm not sure about the uh i'm very unsure about any of the members of this band i've i think don't quote me i think pedro has has at least filled in for this band once but i don't know if you know more about this band than i do but i've i've uh i just kind of I heard them by happenstance by being on a by them being on uh on a lineup uh this year. No, I haven't heard this. I'll check it out for sure. Yep, it's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's pretty introductory punk uh punk hardcore um with with real like early early like uh 80s early 80s roots. So I'm almost I'm almost to the to the end of my list. So if you have anything that oh whew, my top of my list, I almost still the punitive damage release is by far my favorite thing that came out this year. Same. Like it's literally might be my it's the they actually might be my favorite Northwest hardcore band. Like straight yeah. up, straight up. No hate to any other, but like uh they're playing next week um at vera and i've been wanting to see them ever since i heard i've listened to their new record and it's it's everything i want in in hardcore like i i can't say i can't say enough good things about this is the blackout there's some there's some parts that literally just like make me go this is so fucking cool like like you know like this is gonna be so good live like the intensity in the vocals um to just the the killer just like performance on this record it's just um and the fact it just it doesn't so this whole record doesn't let up either so i'm check out this is the blackout um this might be my number one for north for for like northwest hardcore releases this is definitely going to be in my top 10 of of releases of the year 
Yes, same. I think like this and the ego death um, demo are right up there. And I would say like this is this is definitely my favorite. It's uh, a Northwest release of the year. It's it sounds incredible. Like their previous two seven inches were cool. They were intense. They sounded totally fine. But this sounds like this is this sounds perfect. Like a band like this should sound exactly like this. And and uh, Taylor and and punitive damage just knocked it out of the park um steph's vocals sound so mean dude <laughs> so mean this record is like a i all all i want from hardcore these days is a as a record that sounds like it is punching me straight in the face and that's what <laughs> that's what this is like her vocals sure. the the like the guitar playing it punches me straight in the face and it's 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 beautiful absolutely like chef's kiss yeah i think the other thing that is really cool about it is like this style of hardcore on an lp can be if not done right it can be kind of monotonous you know to have that many songs of this this style of hardcore which is you know more influenced by like a negative approach or something like that absolutely um but they, the songwriting on this is so good. The diversity of sound on this is so good from blazing fast to mid tempo to slower. Like there's a lot of, they switch it up a lot of this on this and it makes the whole record interesting and really easy to listen to. Absolutely. Like I love a good song that literally just is a fast ripper, but goes into something like transitions to something that just is like I said, punches you straight in the fucking face with, with like, you want to, you like, I want to fucking mosh to see, when I see this band, like I, even if I, I was like, I'm not in the mood. It's like, a, it's, it's one of those. If even if I'm not like super in the uh, mood for this style of music, like it puts me in the mood because it's that fucking good. Um, yeah. Ch- check it out. Um, They've been playing the Pacific Northwest. They, I mean, they've been playing like down in Seattle and Tacoma, actually pretty semi recently. Ever uh, like they play like almost every, at least every two months, um, like down here in Seattle and Tacoma, and they're playing. They're doing another. They're going to be playing with Chemical Fix. So if you're listening to this, go see them. Um, this and Destiny Sunday. Bond. Yep, and Destiny Bond. It's going to be, and and. Uh, I forget the rest, but it's going to be a good show. Check it out. Um, What? I think I might have a couple more, but is there any that I'm, that you can think of that I missed off the top of, off the top of your head? Um, from this year. Uh, I don't know. The apex predator. Oh yeah. Apex predator. Yeah. That came Mm -hmm. out this year. Yes. Woof. That's that's kind of like uh, that's almost as bad as the uh, um, not mentioning God's hate um, debacle with uh, with extra grind uh, when they mentioned uh, when they mentioned the bands for Sound and Fury like I I, I just literally just didn't have it up on my list but I mean. <laughs> They're they're killing it. Like I see kids all over. I I work in Cap Hill. I see random kids all over the place with Apex Predator merch. Like it's super. Yeah, they 
they feel like like the hot band right now. Um, I'm not up there, so that's my perception from afar. But they seem like the band in the Northwest that like if they're playing, it's going to be a, a good time. And that's what people like. I think I've discussed that. Sure, like these kids are not looking for like they're going to to fall in love with the records, but they're going to fall in love with the live sets first. Like, and they're looking for, like, these kids are looking for energy. So whether that's mosh energy or fast, I think they're looking for, they, they're not, they're looking for something with a lot of energy that's unrelenting. Like whether you're, Mm -hmm. you're playing like mosh music with breakdowns or just fast music where you can bop around. Like these kids want to go, want to flail around to gel and they want to beat some ass to fucking Apex Predator. Uh, and so, and I think this is just the, that, that's just uh, where we're going with that. I think, so a couple ones that are more, I feel like in, from the Pacific Northwest that uh, people don't know uh, is, is much about and, or are not always uh plugged in as much with the Pacific Northwest hardcore um but still do a lot of a lot of things we have uh, some California transplants um with City of Industry they've been putting out records like pretty semi recently they've been on my show they've been on my show quite a few times um if you another band that's more in the like the mid 2000s like if you it, there's a lot of um in their recent stuff, there has been like HopeCon vibes um, with some of their with some of their records. They just came out with a record at the beginning of like the beginning of this month. Um, they do their own tours. They're more. They seem like they've been more uh, plugged in with like the metal and grind people here in Seattle. So I've never seen them play many like real hardcore shows i think they're doing a show with uh dry socket sometime soon i saw that i saw them on a on a bill but uh if you like melodic hardcore and you like uh uh mid 2000s um hardcore check uh check out um city of industry they're really cool guys um some other old heads um that i don't see play they play mainly like the bar scene, but uh land of wolves came out with a record um, conditions for survival play kind of like an East coast agnostic frontier style of uh, style of hardcore. And they play with, like I said, some of the older, like the older punk people and uh, in Seattle and white center. Um, that's all I can. That's all I can think of as far as uh there might be some adjacent ones that I'm not that I'm that I'm not thinking. I've got about. a, I've got a few. Okay, go for it. You're gonna kick yourself on this one, but Bomb Squad. Oh shit, Bomb Squad. Caleb's uh, gonna kill me for that one. <laughs> I haven't. I didn't see it. That set looked so fun. Yeah, they played the, two shows. I think. Yeah, they played two shows. It's just. If you don't know Bomb Squad, it's literally baseball baseball hardcore for for the M's fans. It's basically 
I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or this is supposed to be like a secret, but it's basically by all means just playing songs about baseball. Yep, that's it. Um, a band that I don't think has a demo out yet, uh, but has started playing shows again, Land Lost, which is a mm-hmm. which is um, Caleb's uh, brother, just doing vocals and by all means. That's basically by all means with with Willie on the vocals. Um, Juice. Oh, that was this year, right? Let me. I want to. I'm. I got the. I got the laptop off right now. If it is, I haven't. I it. It hasn't even. Juice piece. It might have been. While you're looking up that, um, a couple others from Vancouver, like Old Heads playing uh, new music, Madness Cartel. Um, it's a little bit more, like thrash centric um and then uh poison seed which is like members of acquitted and go it alone doing a little bit more uh um, i'm not not far from acquitted i i guess just like a little bit metallic a little uh harder but a killer there's a lot of bands with with juice (laughs) i know and rappers too and that's the same with the. That's same with. It was a hard. It was hard for me to find wretch uh, uh-huh. for a minute. Rest easy. Their LP just came out last month. I've heard of them. Yeah. Haven't listened to them. So Juice came out with a sing. Uh, the, okay, they did came out three songs this year. Demonic Frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, in May. Cool. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Riffarama, like. <laughs> That band is so sick. I'll, all I know is the kids love that band. When when uh, when they come down for t- Tacoma, people the the youth gets excited for that band. I haven't dove into that band whatsoever, uh, and I'll be completely hundred percent honest with y'all. Dude, they're cool. Check them out. And then Rest Easy, which I brought up a second ago, that you said you hadn't really dove into, like. That's really cool too. It's more like uh, like Lifetime, uh, Kid Dynamite kind of influence stuff. Although their first EP is very much that. The LP that just came out like a month ago is a little bit more. I think it's a little bit more in the face to face realm. So just really good, uh, well written pop punk. I can get I can get down with that because that's like pretty much the only style of popier of like of pop punk that I would, that I gravitate towards, um, these days. So like, it's hard to find, it's hard to find any bands that, uh, do that, do that, do, uh, that style justice. So check that out. But another one. Oh, there oh, we go. go. No, go ahead. You, I almost, I almost closed it out. <laughs> I think the smother demo came out in this year too. Uh, sick band from uh vancouver area chilliwack um but they're they're great they played the punitive damage record release show super impressive a lot of energy i would say they certainly um like they're probably peers with like uh ego death like i saw a lot of those kids moshing when they played and um you know like kind of that that crowd spur and, and them i bet they play together a lot 
I I think I have one more that I that I now that you say it, now that you say it I'm trying to it it came to the top of my head um I believe yeah cleaver from yeah so this is just if you like what's going on and as far as like uh the heavy like snuffed on site tsunami style just whip your ass uh mosh music cleaver cleavers that shit burnaby hardcore yeah burnaby where i've never heard of where is that come uh in i think it's like i don't know exactly but i think it's like a a suburb yeah it's a suburb of vancouver yeah or a neighborhood i'm not exactly sure um oh uh mortality rate had two new tracks this year too um that came out like right after those world of pleasure tracks uh that's jess's other band they're great mortality rate's been chugging along for roughly like six seven years at this point yeah maybe more i saw them at uh rainfest for the first time and I want to say they had a couple records out by then already. No, check out check out mortality rate. They've been doing it for uh for a hot minute. Do it like the the one that the because sleep deprivation. Well, I like I feel like um they're twenty twenty and they're twenty like the the one with the fire was absolutely killer. Like mm-hmm. uh, the the. I just call it the one with the is the one that they they came out in 2019. It was, yeah. No, yeah. If you like that that metallic style music and you're sleeping on mortality rate, you should have made. They deserve definitely a lot more ears for like because when I listen to that record, it's like super freaking good. Um, another Calgary, yeah, another Calgary band, but mm-hmm. that's it. So. If we missed anything, deadairnwcz at gmail.com. That's the complaint line. I I did what I, I did what I could. You can hit me up. if Twitter's still around, you can tweet you can tweet your complaints. Um if I if I still was on Facebook, that's probably where I'd get the most complaints, because that's usually where I got I had the most complaints of you you forgot this. Um so if I forgot anything, uh, the links to my Instagram, Twitter, all that will be in here. We'll have links to all the bands um, and their releases. So make sure to listen to them. Go out to a show. Um, support the support these bands. A lot of them um, go on tour. I'm pretty sure a lot of them want to go on tour. So um, if you like these bands, straight up, straight up support them. Um, anything you want to say in closing, Mr. Chris? Yeah, I got one more. <laughs> oh, shit. I got one more. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> the, video, the video prick with Rob Reed came out this year. The split they oh, did, uh, video prick. I, I looked at band. video prick. I thought that was last year. I just looked it up. 2022. No. Um, Rob Reed is a Denver band, but Joey lives up here in Tacoma. Um, so. Uh, honorary status and then other honorary status 
uh, Joey's partner, Kat, sings in FOM from Denver, who just dropped a, a single that was super killer off their upcoming record. So. so, yeah, Video Prick. And then another one, if we want to go into the honorary. So we have honorary mm-hmm. um, with Public Opinion, who's been doing so much, actually, this year. Um, if you like, if you like the more adjacent, um, style of music, um, these are people that, um, one, I believe still lives technically in the Pacific Northwest. The other does not is, uh, by way of Denver and they've been, uh, touring with MS paint and been absolutely, uh, killing it. Uh, I think somebody, the best, like, way i can describe it is hardcore um hardcore people playing like early 2000s indie rock for fans of the strokes so also members of that band are in chopping block and i'm pretty sure that chopping block uh that last ep that they did came out at just another gig or right before or after it so that's was it or was it man there's ones that i think man it's been a long couple of years so show prep man show prep i thought this is why i usually goes down on a blog <laughs> instead because you don't get to see me like flailing up here trying to figure out okay so it was september 2021 so okay so I, okay never mind then you get just kidding erase that <laughs> from your memories <laughs> no we're keeping it it's the this it's it's all uh, Trevor had it. them in last Thanksgiving's episode. Did I? I oh, know. I guess I did. I hundred percent did. <laughs> I thought it came out right before Jag V three, but maybe it came out right before Jag V two. Jag Jag V two. No, hundred percent it did because we have Jag episodes too with me and Caleb, with me Caleb and uh, Chris, and I know that we played this for the Jag V two episode, so. But yeah, there there was a lot of flailing around in here. So if 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 any point in my rambling, there's going to be an actual list in the in the bio of all the of all these releases. So check them out, support them. You know what? If I forgot something, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll I'll make it up next year. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the Northwest. So like you know, I appreciate that you're just. You know, you're not going to get all of them, um, even with my help. Not that I have that much help giving you the wrong years, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, you're going to miss a, you're going to miss something. There's a lot going on in the Northwest, and that's a good problem to have. It's not a problem; it's a good uh, fact to to have right now. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have. To it's a good. Uh, it's not an issue. It's a it's a it's a good thing, and uh, make sure to support these bands. Uh, on top of my, on top of my show where I ramble, um, check out Northwest HC radio. It's a great resource, um, for, especially if you're a newer listener to Northwest hardcore, it's, it's huge to, uh, see where some of the, where some of, uh, our current bands have come from. Cause a lot of, a lot of new band, a lot of our newer bands came from past Northwest hardcore bands and beyond and or have been influenced by some of our there's amazing things that are still happening in pacific northwest hardcore and there are things that have happened 
in Pacific Northwest hardcore that have um, just amazing, amazing people, amazing releases um, that just uh, continue the tradition um, that I'm happy, that I'm happy to, uh, to be a part of. Oh yeah. I love it. I mean, that's kind of the, the spirit with which, you know, I try to direct what I share on that show is, is there's no bands more important than the ones that are doing it right now. Um, but all the stuff that came before contributes, you know, laid a foundation, um, shared ideas that were, um, you know, carried down the lines or, um, disagreed with and, and, uh, formed other opinions. And, uh, I think that just that history of where things came from and, um, where things are now, it's, it's, I don't know, it's interesting. And, and I try not to talk too much on the show because, uh, I, I really just want to share, share music, but, um, I, I share some, you know, I usually try to share <clears throat> like when the release came out, who put it out, like, um you know if they were in other bands sometimes i'll share a story or two but um really it's just that this show is all about like sharing music and hopefully people like stuff that they haven't heard and and can dive in deeper and go you know see them when they play live or uh you know check out their you know go to discogs find their records a lot of a lot of this stuff is super cheap on uh, Discogs because it's under the radar and people aren't collecting it. So, hell yeah, support Northwest Hardcore. Um, check out and also check out Change um, if you haven't listened to their um, their record that uh, came out in React two years ago. Um, check it out. More mu- more music coming soon. More more shows and tours hopefully coming soon support check it out um any last words before i uh i hit i hit stop on the recording no just thank you for having me i appreciate it and you know appreciate all that you do uh like i said long time uh fan of dead air and i'm psyched that that you're keeping it going and uh you know every episode every new episode that comes out i haven't had a chance to check out all of them um, because I don't drive as much now that I work from Makes home. Sense. But uh, but I do, uh, you know, every time an episode posts up, I always, you know, add it with the uh, or, you know, download it with the the thought to check it out. And I do check out a lot of them. And, and I love, uh, you know, when I hear some new stuff, I hear uh, interviews with people that I haven't heard talk before. And um, I think before we hit, we're, we're hitting record today. Like we were just talking about um, an interview you recently did and how uh, just kind of like how much energy it gave me. uh, And that's what hardcore is all about. That energy that is super cyclical. So thank you. I'm so excited for, to make it to 10 years with the, like in May, it's crazy. That's crazy. Like to go over 10 years of just like, because the show's been going on forever, but like my like it's gonna be a decade because I started my first episode was with with K10 in 2013, the week right after Rainfest. And I barely talked to K10. He asked, he was like, he I was in the class and he was like, who he knew we kind of knew who each other were we knew our names but we didn't know anything past that they're like does anyone want to intern for this show and then i raised my hand and he was like anybody but trevor and i was just like (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, I already know this is gonna go. This is just gonna go great. <laughs> and my Amazing. first, my first question when I came in the door was, um, so which Breaking Benjamin song are we playing tonight? <laughs> and I just, I the best part is he just like laughed and like we we could tell we were on the same wavelength and it would just uh the fact that it's carried like that energy has carried to this day where there's like kids like at the zulu show like never met them in, in my life they're like i love your i love your videos i love your stuff i like like thank you you've introduced me to so many bands and i'm like that's the only it's like there's no other reason the minute that stops i'm like i'm not doing it for attention but the minute that stops happening like i'm stop connecting people to northwest hardcore is the minute that it's not that i'm like there's no reason to do it because that's the there's that's the only thing whether i'm you know i'm just rambling up here as long as it connects people to this specific scene of hardcore here in the Pacific Northwest, then I'm happy and mission accomplished. So on that note, thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next one. You've been listening to dead air hardcore radio.